Why don't you people listen to Abrewanana? When you say Russia, we be too still. We are so pre. Economy is a yes agro. How so try? A whole game show. Yeah, so. And so much as some amba, eh, dadamu, eh, one crying crow, ha. Ha 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 ha. Maybe you deserve it. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to another exciting episode of the Cecilia Crowd Podcast. You know, I am your host, Joseph Inti, and I want to give a quick shout out to the Gold Coast Report. Yes, that is the GCR Network, and they are the podcast hosting network that got GCR and all that got WT. Um, that got Cecilia Crow hooked up. <laughs> I don't care. I delivered the last one, so it's fine. Yeah, but it is what it is. Well, my, bro, my bro, I'm so tired. I nearly went to bed and I remembered that I hadn't recorded this. And Kwame literally said he needs it tonight. So here I am, back in the closet, <laughs> um, recording this episode to bring to you. And you know, this is a perfect segue. So I for me to give uh, Kwame a quick shout out. That's my co-creator and producer, Mr. Kwame Asante, the man behind the board, mixing and chopping it up. Yes, this, this, this well put together, this... This well-made stir fry of a show comes to you kind courtesy of Kwame Asante Nsano. If you or you caught the last episode, you would have witnessed something very magical that he did in between. I think the me giving my opinion on the uh, Vox Pop question and the listener letters, Kwame Asante took us through a time capsule of music. He played Poison from three different artists across three different genres. Listen, with three different types of influence, I was just mind blown. And yeah, that is what Mr. Santi does. And welcome to the Sincerely a Crap Podcast. We usually take things light over here. And so that's what I will proceed to do by going on to our very first segment. That is what Twitter said. Now this week on what Twitter said, uh-huh, we're going to be reading um the inner musings, the inner thoughts of Nate. That's at sun underscore off underscore Neji. This is somebody that frequently talks about the podcast because this name is not foreign to me and this account is not foreign to me either. I'll say at Josephine T at Sincerely Accra, the guy saying Doggy is too basic. He has a weak stroke game. That's why he goes for missionary because that one doesn't involve a lot of energy and thrusting. Who calls back shots basic? That position can have us a... That position can have you as a lone ranger, a cowboy and a gymnastic. 
Oh, okay. Son of Neji. Thank you. You know, this is quite interesting. Man, I never really thought about it like that. Say, people that don't like doggy are lazy. Eh, we'll fire by any idea. People who don't like doggy are lazy. I don't, I don't know. But watch your address. caught my eye. And so, yeah, I've read your tweets. I also want to give a quick shout out to at Mami EU. Yes, that's Un the Mechanic. Mami U. Mami U. Hey, more more. And we are crafty. When your name, oh my God. So, look, we should do a whole show where we literally go and ask people what the inspiration behind their um, social media names are. Like first we'll ask Because some of you you, are, you you didn't even try to entertain us Some of you just came My name is Esther Smith I'm not the Kuapoku Just to be a little bit edgy That you say 02 <laughs> Christina Miller 422 uh, What was up with that? I mean Was that an era where you're setting up your Instagram Your whatever When you're suggesting the ad numbers? Because I don't remember that era. I just remember every time I put my name in, it was taken because, you know, Joseph's a basic ass name. And that's how I came up with Jumanjo because my favorite movie at the time was Jumanji. I loved it. And so I was just like, Jumanji, Jumanjo, you know, and that's just how it happened. And it's always so interesting when, like, I'm somewhere, somewhere, some people are literally, you know how people call you by your social media name? That always fascinates me. And because it's like, I sat down and I came up with this and now you like accepted it as a form of communicating with me. You know, it's just really wild. But anyway, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Mommy EU says, see me hyping this episode on Snapchat. And even when I haven't listened, hashtag sincerely cry, two love heart emojis. I just wanted to shout out because she was doing something very amazing, you know, try to promote the podcast on another platform that's a snap of the chats. You know, Lord knows my use of Snapchat has really dissipated. But thank you so much, Un the Mechanic. And thank you so much, Son of Neji. We will be right back to get into the real deal of this episode. And boy, do we have a, a lot for you lined up. We are going to be talking to somebody very interesting, given very recent events. That is what we are here for. We be You take me to the don't touch anything. I will touch it. I will look at it. And I will bend over. We'll be right back. Okay, to the left, not to the right. Now lean back, you know the vibes. Stop nation, what be your price? Yesterday price, no be today price. Hey, to the left, not to the right. Now lean back, you know the vibes. Stop nation, what be your price? Yesterday price, no be today price. You do for one side, Yaro don't try. Yeah, my gun shot. Yeah, I be you know the vibes. You do for one side, Yaro don't try. Stonebridge just performed at the Global Citizen Festival. He opened the show, and let me tell you something, that is how you do it. That is how you open the show. Hey, fuck all of these things that y'all be doing on the side. That is how you open the stage. Oh, nigga, no, the mic was on. I heard every beat, every vibrato. Oh, ta, ah, ah, every semi-quave forgives Beva, Bera, whatever. I heard everything. The vibe was right. The stage, the lighting. Ooh. When the When the budget is right, people, let me tell you. And that is what it's giving right now. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. It never rests. It never rests. Echo, echo. 
let's talk about Stoneboy's performance. What do you think? Charlie, me feel like I'm impressed. You are mad impressed, isn't it? Serious. Every day. Did he make you proud? Yes. I feel so proud to be Ghanaian. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the performance? Sawa sawa. Hey, bawa sawa. Uh, uh, bawa sawa, whatever. Hey, no, bawa sawa. Bawa sawa. But he only sang that song for a minute, though. I was like, mapping. I was like, I love it. And his outfit was everything. Everything. Who made the outfit, Stone Boy? Let us know. In America, Caribbean, actually, when I call one of the best uh, concerts organized in Ghana. Man, let me tell you something about the Global Citizen Festival. William, honestly, when I saw it, I was like, why did these people not go to Nigeria? Why are they coming to Ghana? <laughs> hey, we will flop. Hey, Ghana concerts. Ghana. I was yeah. scared. But then we said, I'm a girl, Cesar, be performing. Cesar and Tim. Honestly, I went for Cesar and Tim's. I mean, love you, Jackie. Love you, Stoneboy. But we can catch you somewhere in December. <laughs> 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 that was the whole vibe for me. <laughs> and I was very fortunate enough, say, YouTube reached out to me and gave me a whole five-star treatment. They took us to Kuali's. We were with, like, a couple of other influencers. And they just ushered us to VIP. So it was a very interesting experience. But I just want to say, that concert, it was lit. From sound to light to just a winning minimum VIP home. I did about four minutes. Was the fact that like everybody, everything was oh no, everything was free in the VIP. Yeah. Everything was free. Hey, make that yo, hashtag. When I got to the VIP, right, I was doing this thing where I was like, I bought money and I was aware that I had to purchase food. Because let me wait if I spend all the money because we got around four o'clock, Charlie, rough foot time in Diagro. I was like, if I finish my money right now, the time that I'll need the stuff, my money will be finished. Let me just cool down. And then, I mean, Odebra, like, ordered a drink for me. So when the drink came, I was like, oh, I mean, I'll thank you for the drink. He said, oh, I hope you know that it's free. <laughs> and they said, what? Like, there was, like, different stations with, like, food. Yeah. You just go and refill. It was a great concert. And see, you know, we were looking at some of the online conversations. They were like, ah, it's their budget. People say, no, it's their people. Everybody's just in, like, panties in a bunch. Musumusha G-string. You know what I mean? And that's why it's not then I cross it. And I said, Let, let's find out. Let's get somebody here that worked on the Global Citizen Festival so we can ask all the questions <clears throat> that we want to ask. And, you know, a, uh, a few weeks back, someone joined our space. Mr. Randy Walker joined our space. And he said he works for Global Citizen Festival. <laughs> Randy doesn't pick his calls, by the way. But here we are. Randy, welcome to Sincerely Accra. Uh, well, thank you. Feels like a superstar moment right now. But Sir, for yeah, you, right? I mean, for everybody. Yeah, I mean. Randy, I even have a bone to pick with you. Please. When no, I saw you at a festival. No, don't do me that. No, like that. honestly, you got, you got, I'm now thinking about it. Talk to me about it. Why didn't you get me backstage? Because I wanted to meet Cesar. You're part of the VIPs. No. Like, yeah, you, you know, no, they were there. They were not know, there. I was, I walked around. Apart the, I, from the performance, which of the VIPs weren't there? No. Yes. I'm talking yes. about the performance. I saw the president. I don't know. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Back in Vogel is one now. Okay, that's one now. No, I wanted to see. Oh, come on. Because I mean, I, there was always going to be that moment where you were going to meet them anyway. No, they were not there. You went to the branch? Branch, no, they be on frame it. Nobody called. I was in my house and I saw uh, people having branch. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I just feel like I should have taken advantage of the fact that I know you to go backstage. Because I saw some people's snaps. They were taking pictures with people. Even me, at some point, I couldn't get backstage because there was so much running around. So, yeah, there was a lot of things going back. All right, let's take it from the very top. Randy, how, how, what, in what capacity were you working with um, Global Citizen? Right, so I'm currently the social director of Global Citizen. It's, it's not a fancy title. 
What does no, that no. mean? Social director. Yeah, it's, it's so basically for the purposes of the festival, I had to create a buzz mm-hmm. online, get people to know about it, get them interested about the festival, and sustain it so much that they'll be able to take action. You know, try to win tickets to the festival and move bodies to ground on the festival day. Explain yeah. that thing to me. You yeah. said the tickets was free, but it was mm-hmm. like you were giving us activities to do. Those yeah. come and clean yeah. the beach for yeah. your tickets. Come and do the adding. So here's how it works. Now, we happen to be in a dispensation where the things we need to pay attention to, you know, our attention has been taken away from them. Mm-hmm. The very pertinent issues in our society today, climate change, women and girl empowerment, all those things are, right. you know, they are, those things there, but we actually don't give premium attention to them. Mm-hmm. So this was like you earning a spot to make sure that you're speaking to all these problems to be there. It wasn't about we throwing a free Asha concert and giving Joseph tickets to come because he wants to see Asha. No. You're taking action. You're supporting. The, the, the social aspect of it was like yeah. getting people to do things. Yeah. So yeah. when you do the reward, you So in exchange for that, we're giving you tickets to see whichever superstar you want to see. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I know how I got my VIP tickets, yeah. but what was the like? So Yeah, I, I feel very bad right now now that you've said that because Why? I was actually supposed to give you a VIP ticket, you know. Randy, don't even get And, and it never happened. My media That's how I, yeah. I, I had anyway, two people. Yeah. I had a video. I set myself up for failure every time. I that was supposed to come to our shoot actual vox pops on video mm-hmm. i didn't get my passes you know the story i called you that day well make that two for december oh okay yeah. any events yeah. i want well so i'm working on afro nation as well so yeah i see because you i know you are from you 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 work at afro nation work at wilderland yeah. this time i'm not working on Wilderland. Give, okay give the people a little brief background yeah. like some of the yeah. events you have worked on and how did you even get in that space so what it's been over a decade Hey, you've you been here for 10 years. Yeah, very, very, very Brandy, silent. how old are you? Uh, 29. What? <laughs> well, I look, I look younger. I look older. Randy, you're my junior. <laughs> 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 okay, Randy. Okay, go on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's get into yeah, the background. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's been moving from a regular party promoter back in high school. You know, ah, and, uh, so that's how you started those SS vacations. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. It was, so it was so the backstory is there's this guy always popular. He always ended up on the RSVP list. And I never understood why. And the guy kept wing the girls with that. Like he had a cool name. And I had a cooler name. My name is Randy Walker. Hello. Bruni like and then this guy was always on the parties. And then we'll go to a big girls and the girls are like, oh all over falling over this guy. I'm like, you haven't seen this guy. I have a better name. What am I doing wrong? I need to get in the party space. That's how I got there. And then I got there. I realized, oh, there's actually money to be made here. Right. We started organizing parties. Then transitioned to meeting Antoine Mentor. Then I started getting that real sense of, you know, mm. uh, 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 this can make me something. You know, from Is that, that where you got your cadence from? You sound I like have, Antoine. I, I, we sound very different. Do you know you can, you can do radio? I actually tried radio a couple of times. Sir, yeah. which FM station? Um, I did... We had Stringer on Plaza FM at some point. I did radio. Plus FM. Yeah, at some point. When it was rebranding. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, in that phase. Yeah, right now, I can't. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's, it's okay. All right, so you do the parties. You realize that it's more yeah. established. Mm-hmm. What was like the first professional event that you worked on? Uh, I, I I think that should be uh, the Muse Party in 2015. That was the hey. big thing. And prior to that, we didn't have a sponsor. Mm-hmm. And we had to, that was the first time Bele was actually coming to Ghana. Plot 7 was, you know, under construction as well. And we outdoored Plot 7 with that party. Whiskey came through. Did you work at an agency or something? No, no, no. So it was me working with Muse Africa. 
mm. plus an agency that ran Muse Africa as well. So that's Rave. So Rave is an experiential company that runs Muse Africa. It's owned by Rave, actually. And, um, you know, I was in there. So I was, I was put more to, to, to fit whatever Muse was doing because, right. you know, my boss at the time thought I'd fit better there. So I went there. Two days prior to the festival, the, the party, I keep talking festival, the party, <laughs> we, we, we got some drinks and some money, thankfully, to the Bel Air yeah. squad. And we threw, you know, arguably the biggest party at the time to open Plot 7. Mm. We didn't give Wiz an invitation, but he ended up there. Wiz kid. He, Wiz came Whiz through. I love it for him, though. Inti, okay, wow. But I know you also did Per Cash. Yeah. And then from that, it transitioned to more of the agency work. Because mm. then it was becoming more serious. I wanted mm. to pursue a career in this. So okay. I, you know, I told my boss about it. He's like, okay, why? Well, I mean, there's a there's an agency Who here. is your boss? Rudy Kwachi. Hey, Rudy Kwachi. Yeah, yeah, hey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hi. So I was actually hi, introduced. Hi, <laughs> I was actually introduced to Muse by Sadiq. Sadiq. Oh, I know Sadiq. Yeah. I used to yeah. work with Sadiq mm-hmm. Abbas at one when he oh, had a show on TV. Right. With like Nadia. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yes, yes, With the yes, blonde yes. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. guy's a bad guy. Oh, but Sadiq goes way back. No. Yeah. I'm, I mean, please, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I mean, he goes way back in the business. I know him But I'm saying he's a bad guy. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's move to um I just want to know so in the capacity when you were working with uh Peck and all yeah. these things, were you still working as an individual or you were with Rave? No, I was actually with Rave. Oh, okay. I was, okay. I was with Rave okay. handling I was a community manager at the time and then I transitioned to handling more of the content, more of the marketing. Uh, and so community manager is like social media account yes, handler. Yes, at oh, the time. Okay. That was seven, eight years ago. Okay, so how did you guys get global citizen? Uh so me. Yeah, okay, so wait, Rave got global. No, 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 we didn't. I so this is more like a personal project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you get it? So I'd gotten the information that Global Citizen was coming to Ghana mm-hmm. and being as intrigued as I was at the time and having seen the concert and what it did in South Africa in 2018, I'm like, I I I could probably give a shot at this. Oh, was there like an open call for people to So there was actually like a call for people to work on the project. And Sir, where yeah, did you see it? You are not you activating your LinkedIn well. This is where, yeah, if you are not using your LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Well. Yeah. That's how it, it, it's very, you know, funny how I got the job. Because I never went to my LinkedIn page. And the first time I actually did, I saw the opening. I'm like, okay. Serious? Maybe I could try this. And here we are. Baby girls and boys and everything in between. <laughs> set up a LinkedIn today. <laughs> Yes. Let's move on. Uh-huh. So you got the job through LinkedIn. Yeah. And then when they said social director. director, it meant you were in charge of conversations on and offline. Yeah. 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 So were you in charge of booking like interviews and things? Because I feel like yeah. I didn't see the artists do any media run right. in Ghana. Right. So here's how it worked. Um, the organization was structured in a way that everything was handled by a team, not mm. just individuals. Because there were people working all across the globe. And because I worked on as social director primarily, I happened to have, you know, close, you know, contacts with the talent team, the production team, PR, media, all of those angles. And I was working across all those, you know, teams as well. Like you said, there were times where I had to reach out to send talents for some purposes. That there were times I had to broker media deals. Mm. There were times I had to be on ground for like a marketing activation. I did a bit of everything. And it was because where I stood they needed to, you know, be that person who filled certain spots in the market, right. which wasn't filled at the time. So I thought, you know, it wouldn't take anything away from me if I did that. So I, I went right into that. And it was, it was because it was global facing, 
and the you know the the, the on ground time for some of these sellings was very limited. Mm-hmm. It became a challenge booking interviews across all the media platforms with them. Mind you, we had about a bit over six media partners that we're working Since with. Since I was in Ghana for at least a week before. Thank you. And and it was a thing about. So here's the thing. I know I'm going to get a you know a lot of flag for saying this, but we don't actually. The artists are not paid performance fees. So yeah, there's I just, heard. you know, the terms of engagement are so limited that you can't stretch them beyond what you ordinarily would want from them. Mm. Because if you're fulfilling their hospitality rider and their te- technical you rider, you, you can't, you, you understand, like they're yeah. in the country prepping for sound check and rehearsals <laughs> and everything. There's right. just so much you can ask them to do. Okay, yeah. I see. All right. Okay, so did you, were you involved in any way in the selection of the uh, music artists? Oh, no, that was a long time before I actually joined. Ah, uh, they did that yes, already. Yes, but the second part, which was added, I think Uncle Waffles was added, a couple of hosts mm-hmm. were added as so well. I think... Like Bellamundi, Jocelyn. Yeah, Bellamundi, yeah, so were you guys in charge of selecting those people? We were not in charge. We recommended. So you recommended uh, Jocelyn? We recommended a couple of, like a number of people, actually. But I, it, so Bellamundi and Jocelyn were so, your recommendations. So they were parts. A, yes. So okay. here's how it worked. Mm. Bellamundi, what a lot of people don't know actually was, when we launched Global Citizen in Ghana, uh-huh. she was there at Kempinski with the talent manager, the oh, Global okay. Talent Director. Okay. And I was there because I was talking to the guy before she came. Mm-hmm. And they had like an extensive conversation for like 30 minutes, okay. talking about the prospect of joining, she, she introducing mm-hmm. herself and her, you know all the empowerment stuff she was doing to the guy. And I think it paid off. you know. So it wasn't, it wasn't about we going in there to sort of name drop. Mm. It was they understanding who was ready to play ball in the market and being forthcoming enough to come for it. You know, mm. it, it wasn't going to come to anybody because you were the I felt like yeah. um, we needed a bit more of an urban feel. I, I, I thought saying too. Younger, yeah. hip, alter. I, listen, I, I was all for that. I was all for that. Bella is a very, very, yeah. um, what's the word? Wait, who would you have picked? Who would I have picked? Mm-hmm. I would have, if I should have been on there somewhere. Listen, if not, not even to perform. No, 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 no. Just no. come like on I, stage. I understand. You know what I'm I, at some point, if you was part of the conversation, I don't know how been. that ended because I'd never followed up, and I never was in that you know upper chambers of power yeah. to make any. I would have had know. SDK on stage. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. I just feel like this was not yeah. um, a crowd full of. 40 year olds like, yeah, yeah I just felt like Somebody that would plug into You know what I'm saying yeah. And I don't even want to get To the fashion Because these people Were dressed like They were going to weddings And I just didn't get it Especially Jocelyn And um, uh, What's it called I knew that uh, was coming yeah. But yeah And hey ladies listen Me feel free to come for me It gives us good um, <laughs> promo <laughs> But no I'm serious I just felt like You guys could have like Made it a little bit Less wedding chic And gone for something A bit more you know Street style fashion Because it's a concert Well maybe You know Here's what I'm thinking and it could be different. Mm-hmm. Obviously, silly, but here it goes. I, I think this was probably that career-defining moment for them. So it they wanted to make is. it special. Oh, baby. So by doing that, you see what put the, on the wedding dress. Look at dress. what Danai like, was wearing. You know, uh, Danai had, like, I remember in the very beginning, she was wearing, a, like, a swimsuit with fishnets. Like, yeah. strip down. I mean, I, I of course, I get it. But, like, <laughs> I'm just thinking. But anyway, let's not even get into that conversation too much. Okay. I just want to say, Bellamundi's face has been beat down. Bellamundi is standing right next to Danai Gowarai, and Bellamundi is standing right next to Danai Gowarai. The babe is beat down. The highlighters are popping. The wing. Hey, hey, hi. Who is Emua? 
So, okay, yeah. you guys obviously didn't have, um, you were not part of talent man- um, selection. What was talent, talent management like? Because mm-hmm. I listened to you in a space and you were talking mm-hmm. about how there are certain things that you guys offer talent. Yeah. So, for example, just having a waiting area yeah. for them is something mm-hmm. that they like because a lot yeah. of artists come to um, concerts late because yeah. they have to sit in their car to wait. Yeah. What was talent, talent management for the artists that we, we saw like? So if if once you're booking any talents for any purpose, for anything, there are three things you need to fulfill. One, their performance fee. Two, the technical rider, which really entails what they sound like on stage, what the props look like, how they're going to look on stage, mm-hmm. what setup they're getting really at the whichever event you're calling them for. Okay. And then the hospitality rider, what they're eating before the show, after mm-hmm. the show, how they're going to be transported to and from the show, mm-hmm. you know, where they're sleeping if they are if they're flying out of a country, booking tickets for them, all of those things. And pretty much all these things were covered right. for the artists. So the band, typically for Jackie, the band, the military band that came on to play, the live band, the dress, everything. The choir. The choir. A new down, microphone was down, actually... Down, I was yeah. speaking to the sound Ooh. guy, the sound engineer, and a new microphone was actually acquired. For who? For Jackie, for Stomboy, and for Sarkodie. Because Caesar brought her own microphone. Stomzy did as well. As I did say. I bet they didn't know. Maybe say me follow Beyonce, so I'm very much aware I mean, that yeah. artists you're, actually you're have... You're a global Ghanaian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, artists yeah. actually have their own microphones. Mm-hmm. I feel like our artists just go to an event and sing it to any kind of microphone. I think they make do with what they get usually. So did they get one uh, microphone for all three or one for each? No, no, no. One for each. One, one yeah, for each. that's yeah. how it is. Yeah. And then they took it back away. No. Because so they kept it was, it. It's with them now? Yeah. yeah. Not, not for the talents. For the production. Oh, it's for the production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But it was tuned to each person. Yeah, yeah, because everybody had different specifications. Everybody had like different vocal registers. Because typically, a Jackie wouldn't sound same like a Stone Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, so it was, it was, yeah, that was what happened. Man, Jackie's quack him to give us. He's like something, something. I was so pissed. I was, like, wow. I was so pissed. I was like, girl, this arrangement. But I love you though, Jackie. I'm just gonna keep it I real. Mean, at some point, honestly, at some point, I was I was actually waiting for her to drop that quiet. Like, yeah, the real it wasn't like, loud. Don't, but don't, she did great. Don't she did great well. <laughs> I was like, this girl. Wow. I don't um, think Jackie would be happy to see this. Oh uh, my god, yeah. Jackie, I love you. Hey, Jackie, <laughs> me no call way back. Let me tell you, don't even play oh, with yeah. me. She, it's it's. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. listen, I just feel like Ghanaians generally don't do well with taking critique yeah. because they are always um, like on the defensive. They think mm-hmm. it's like, it's a hate, but it's yeah. not hate. I'm just saying uh, you did well, but then, yeah, anyway. Obviously, well, no performance, I'm in gowns, beautiful gowns, but it's all right, you know. Let have, let let well, let, 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 let live, Anna, Bivisa. Accent, also, the air come I love it, innit? Wait, I changed my mind. I forgot about this song. Bitch, hey, Stumzy's eating the steak. Hey, glow bounces Why you, why you ain't here though? What was I even gonna ask? Um, what can, yeah. I, can you tell us what's on people's riders, or is that confidential? No, 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 it's not. You know, some people. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna ask for um, mm. Scissors rider and Sarkodie's rider. I, I, that I didn't see, so I can't share. So whose rider do you know? Um. I, I didn't see anybody's rider on this project, but I, I've, I've seen previous ones where people are asking for organic pineapples and things. Like, they want to come to the set, and before they come... Organic pineapple. They're like... And I'm asking myself, what is organic pineapple? Like, which one? Is no it? GMO. No, I, I get that. But you're asking for a specific kind of pineapple from a type of market. Just on my own research. Is and they know that... This is somebody from Afro Nation. Well, another project. 
Another project. Has it already happened? Oh, no, no. It's, it's, it's yet now to coming happen. up. Yes. I'll and be watching the roster for, for your next performance. Listen. I will pick the person out. People are asking for V8s, you know, numbering to like, pick them. like eight different V8s to pick them. I see. You know, from the airports all across their movements, their meter runs, mm. all those things. I'm like, Anyway, since these people are not the, 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 the uh, what's it called? <laughs> the global citizen people, I'll just move on because I yeah. thought we were going to get some, like, this. Uh-huh. another yeah. thing, people want to know, mm-hmm. like, the people that Asha brought out, yeah. was it like his picking or was there some, because yeah. everybody's like, why did he bring Ghanaians <laughs> out? So, and then people are yeah. like, hey, do you think Asha picked them himself? So This is an it? interesting one. So I can tell you for a fact that every single person who went to the stage on Asha's set, was, you know, something, a conversation that was had in the upper and superior spaces of power. Like the who label, reached out to who? The label level. Mm, yeah. You know, the label level. In some cases, some of the talents reached out. And you and, think Asha also and, reached out to some of yes, them? Yes, he did. Because there was an instance where a Ghanaian artist reached out to me, wanting to meet, you know, one of the artists. You know, what wasn't going to perform or anything with them. So you, just, didn't, you didn't pick your phone, am I lying? Not me. It wasn't me. Okay. You know, in that instance, it wasn't me. Okay. But the person had apparently reached out to a lot more people in the organization, mm-hmm. and they felt the approach was a bit quirky. You know, it was, it was some way for That's them. a weird too much. Yeah, like, yeah, speaking, yeah, speaking to this guy. Because, I mean, if I wanted to ask my dad for something, mm-hmm. I'd ask my mom, because I know my mom knows tricks to ask my dad. Yeah. But then you go and ask your sister, you ask your brother, you ask your uncle, your nephew, mm-hmm. and then it all, all comes back to your dad, like, this guy, who does he think he is? Who is that Ghanaian artist? Who is that? Yeah, I, no, we, we probably will talk about that another time. And then I, I so wanted to put him on, yeah. but then it was like he put me in a chokehold where now it was the people calling the shots for me. Right. It's like, Randy, we can't put this guy on because yeah, yeah it's too he's much. doing too much. Okay. And like, there's a thin line between hustling and doing too much. Can you tell us who Asha reached out to? Again, I, I, I wouldn't be able to say that. The NDA yeah. is tight, guys. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to say the that. The NDA yeah. is tight. <laughs> but honestly, when I was at the concert, yeah. I felt like he, he, he probably knew, when he knew he was coming here, mm-hmm. he looked at hit songs in West Africa. Mm. And obviously, um, Fuel Song was there. Yeah. Finesse yeah. it was big. <clears throat> Kulosa was big. Yeah, now that you Brand mentioned and T was so it was big. It was, it was out of and the And so world. I feel like he just looked at. Um, Thank you. Thanks for mentioning yeah. that. And in my mind, yeah. in my mind, I'm fully convinced that Asha would have probably brought Kidi out, but Kidi yeah. wasn't in Ghana because Touch It was a global sensation. And, it was and big in in the Caribbeans. Same and and you know. A lot of other talents had also been reached out to prior to you know Asha coming down, mm-hmm. and it wasn't fruitful. So it was like, you know, Asha going back to talk to those people, like I said, it was starting to look something, uh, you know. So and like you mentioned, this was not just for Ghana. Yeah, it was for Africa. That's and, another and, thing. And, and this was like a bold statement being made from Ghana to the world. So if Asha came here and he put DWP Academy on, come on, like yeah, you know, and, I'm like and, that's and the Ghanaian representation. There were like a ton of Ghanaians who were on the show from pre-party hosts Kojo Manol and DJ Mike Smith. All through to the host, to, show, to, to, to every single person, dope, dope and I was just realizing I my one of my high school mates actually danced for Sarkodie, and I got to find out as in on this on, stage. On, on the stage, and I saw the video just yesterday. Sa, and I'm like, he was one I, of the people that were yeah, doing the breaking, yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I didn't know about it. I'm like, did you watch Jerry yeah. Hair's house? I did, I did, I did watch a couple of you know the. the, the yeah. Yeah. So when you were watching the rehearsals, whose performance were you looking forward to? Listen, I won't lie about it, Sarkodie. 
Because let me tell you, when Starcoin did that, doom, 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 it was doom, all doom, planned. Doom, doom. And I tell you what, not be a them because it reminds me of a break that Beyonce did yeah, in her concert. Yeah, listen, Starcoin for so long hadn't been out there, out there in Ghana like that. Mm-hmm. So this was like that moment where he wanted to remind people that look, I'm still here. Right. And right from the rehearsal, I told somebody, look, I, I'm very sure once we leave here, all the skeptics about Sarko, who were very, you know, bullshitting Sarkozy and everything, yeah. they'll become fans. I've seen Sarkozy perform three times live, and I know he always brings it. Listen. So honestly, I remember when we were standing in the crowd, people were like trying to rate people's performance ahead of time. I was like, listen, don't talk shit on Sarkozy. Sarkozy's going to come out here and shake you. My only critique yeah. with Sarkozy is that he didn't do Azunto Fiesta. I feel like if he had done Azunto Fiesta and that crowd... My dear, the noise. Ha! Listen, you know, you could, you know, you should also you give know, it to Sakari for. When you people hate, it's like you don't want to go back to your roots. I don't understand. <laughs> go back. Anyway, yeah. Um, so let's look at the Ghanaian involvement in the yeah. whole thing. I saw a, a picture, a video yeah. of like the production cabin or whatever. It's all mm-hmm. white people. Mm-hmm. And then there was this guy that you mentioned that was responsible yeah. for sound. But yeah. I've also seen that there were other Ghanaians. So let's, let's what were the positions that Ghanaians played? All right. So this was an idea, like we all know, you know, uh, brought a model brought into the country by the Global Citizen team. Mm-hmm. And it's there's a working team already on the project. It wasn't like because of the festival, they were bringing new faces or new people onto the project. Of course, we reached out to some people to help. Mm-hmm. But w- once we were coming to the country, there needed to be that, you know, contacts and and people who could translate what we had on paper onto ground. So it was never a point of, you know, working just as white people. It was always that uh, appreciation of the people on the ground to better translate what idea you had, mm-hmm. you know, because they did better. And our local events partner, Big Ideas, headed by Kojo Poku and Adam Lumo. Big Ideas. Yeah, Big Don't Ideas. Don't they do Big weddings? Ideas they do weddings. They yeah. do a lot of concerts. They actually are the brains behind Sakodia's yearly Rapali concerts. And a lot of okay. big concerts as well. So, yeah. It was STEM. And, of course, it was, you know, there was an overarching power, which was coming from Global, Citizen. because it was mm-hmm. owned by Global Citizen. Right. But then they still reached out to people in the market. So, like you were talking about lighting and sound. Uh, Who was responsible for lighting? Frank Kwachi of uh, Rhythms Africa. Okay. You know, he's also he was also behind Wilderland. He's done a lot of shows as well. You know, three music, all we see and everything. And, you know, the production, the broadcast, you know, production, I think Silicon House Productions. In Ghana. In Ghana. They broadcasted the one that people were watching on YouTube. Thank you. Yeah, 4K production. Wow. Yeah. That was not, which network were you put on? Um, I think we were on ABC, we were on YouTube, we were on Twitter Live. W, I mean the service provider. For oh, no, no, no. I, I think it was an inbuilt network. Ah, yeah, it was an inbuilt was, network. <laughs> we couldn't take any chances. Yeah, so, yeah, we were, we were not taking any, any yeah. of those chances. Okay, and so, what, what accounted yeah. for the delay? Because I realized that we yeah. were ahead of time when people were watching it. Back. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's a typical broadcast delay. Mm. I mean, like. But no, this one was long. This one was very long. It's usually like five seconds, ten yeah. seconds, but this one was long. I mean, I mean, so the idea was we were supposed to start the pre-party 3 p.m. heading into 5. Then the first performer opens the show at 5 p.m. But there was a little delay there. Who set yeah. up VIP? Um, 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 I think 
I, I'm not so sure. I need to find out. But uh, the VIP tents is part of the things AfroNation supplied. Okay. So we rave, the team at Rave built that with the staging, the mm. fencing. Uh, Prince Tony Tometi from Arts Direction House Prop Haven, you know, laid the scenic units on stage. So the props, Mo Awudu came in with the graffiti on Mo the Abudu. star. Mo Awudu. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay sorry. I yeah. thought you yeah. meant. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> with the graffiti on the stars and all those, you know, photo ops and the images so the and stage everything. stage design was also yeah. Ghanaian. Like yeah, the it was also Ghanaian. And, and, and here's the catch. We were going into, you know, do something that was sustainable for the project. So all angles of the project, we're looking to, you know, use reusable or easily disposable stuff. So, you know, typically would use, you know, uh, what you call carpeting for the stage, mm. but this time was just wood. Mm -hmm. We had to paint it from teeth to teeth because we're not coming to, you know, break our own, you know, rules and defy our own purpose of, you know, saving the planet yes, and everything. so it has to be sustainable. And then, so it was more steel because you could reuse over and over and over mm -hmm. again. It was more wood because that decomposes very fast. Mm -hmm. So it was very thought through. Everybody who worked on the project understood what it was and what we're in to, you know, deliver. The impact was clear and we're thankful that all the Ghanaians who worked on the project were able to translate that. That's why people had us drinking through paper straws. That wouldn't last one Let's minute see. in the drink. And I don't know if you realized the Citibank water bottles people yes, picked. So uh, here's the insights about that. Now, yeah. Citibank, it's, it's, we all know it's a financial institution, but they are currently on a drive to uh, take out single-use plastics mm. as part of their CSR projects. And they were looking at you know, which ways to uh, cut out plastic use at the festival grounds. We're expecting over 20,000 people. And that means if averagely somebody is drinking two bottles of water, that's 40,000 plastics on site. Right. You were, it, was, it was going to be a heavy lift. Especially after collecting, like cleaning and stuff. Thank you. Collecting imagine. and still back to defeating your own purpose of True. defending the planet and yeah, littering everywhere. So we're like, okay, let's make a cool water bottle out of this mm. where people can come and refill. refill. And then even after the show is done, they can keep as a collector's item. It was so dope. And yeah. the lid is wooden. It is. When I got there, I was like, what about City FM? Why is it <laughs> <laughs> But I have a question. Mm -hmm. When I initially heard about the concert and the mm -hmm. venue, my first thing was like, oh my God, it's free. I'm not going to go. There's going to yeah. be so many people outside, people with yeah. pockets. How did you guys get, like, yo, there was not a single hawker. Thank you. Not a single person. Thank you. I saw that they blocked the road. So that whole place yeah. was clean. Like I could have come out to stand there and make a call out. <laughs> You know, yeah. how did you guys get that? Because that was my main yeah. concern. So I think I think that's what political will can do. And by this, I'm not talking politics. I mean, it's it's why we are asking for government support in the creative arts industry, because we mm -hmm. couldn't have done that without the support of the government. You, there was no way you were going to block, you know, the routes that led to the independent square. Who are you? Like, who's your father in this country? Yeah. There was no way you could do that. And we got the government on, you know, we got the approval to do that because there was heavy human and vehicular traffic around that side. If you're expecting 20,000 people, there were, there were a lot of stuff, other things coming through on the day of the festival. Yeah. You know, some people were bringing logistics and all that. We didn't want to create a lot of congestion around that area. There were a lot of queue lanes when you were entering, so you'd enter faster, yeah. both on VIP and uh, general access ends. Mm -hmm. And again, we had to fence because there's a there's a comprehension problem in this market where it's not possible. Because Independence Square, like you said, it's People open, would to, stand outside it's and open to everybody. Yeah. It's open to all Ghanaians and even non-Ghanaians. So yeah. on a typical day, we're not seeing how 
it was going to be restricted to people who didn't have tickets. Mm. And I remember I saw, I, was, I think I was moving backstage to pick, no, to the back office to pick something quickly once. I think it was Sakuri or somebody on stage. And then I was running behind the trusses and everything. And I saw somebody climbing. Sir? One of the, hey, Mr. Bra. But there was a lot of Listen, the security guards, there were like four day. security guards who pounced on this guy. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry for this guy. That's serious, yeah. Listen, it was like it was armed to the teeth. Because again, I mean, it was the people who mattered in the world were coming. I mean, world leaders were coming. Big people from everywhere were coming. The, the, the best thing or the least you could do is, you know, ensuring that that security yeah. detail on sites was up there. How long did it take to get the stage here? Um, I the stage conversation has been over. You know, it's been uh, in the works for over three months. As in, when I heard it, because I've been it talking took to three months to like no, acquire no, like, or to get, get overseas. No, not acquisition. Here. It was already there. You know, okay. it was used in Afro-Nation for for Portugal and oh, rolling okay. loud in Portugal as well. Okay. So it was it was present. You know, it was transporting the stage to Ghana. So did you buy or rent? No, no, no. Because it's being used for AfroNation and we are the local producers for AfroNation, uh-huh. we're not buying. We're only... You are renting. So yes, Global Sitting rented for the festival. Rented for the festival. For yes. how much? Obviously, I can't tell. Yeah. You were on a space talking money. You even said like, bi- some, some, something billion. No, no, no. So what I said about the billion was how much the stage costs. Ah, like yeah, the, 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 the whole units, the infrastructure. Yeah, but you also corrected yourself and said it was yeah. Million. So I was actually because I mean, I somebody reached out to me and told me, guy, you said billion. I'm like, oh shit. There was actually reference since okay, so morning. How much is it? How much it's is it? a multi-million, multi-million dollar million stage. Pound. Pound. Multi-million pound stage. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. How long does it take to get assembled? Because I saw uh, them working took, for at least a It took a, week. a bit over two weeks to get that assembled. What? It was just uh, the infrastructure. That's just the frame of the uh-huh. stage with the decking, the trussing, and the rigging. So everything that held the lights in place, everything that held the AV screens and all of those okay. things, yeah. Mo that's the, the that, thing at the top that yeah, carries the lights. Yeah, yeah. The metal thing at the top that carries the yeah. lights, okay? Learn something <laughs> from this. And how long did it take to um, um, break it down? Because I think I, two days after the concert, like yeah. the whole place was clean. Mm-hmm. But it took you guys longer to set it up. Yeah. So and, how long did and, it take and, to and remove the so switch? Here's something you probably never saw. Um, what, today is Saturday? Yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, never mind. <laughs> yeah. So on Friday, I mean, Friday after the concert, mm-hmm. you know, people were still striking down. Yeah. Because there was still a lot to be done on the grounds. We're still taking logistics, still dis- dismantling equipment from, <clears throat> sorry, the site and everything. Because it was very rigorous. You know, okay. everything that happened was, it, it had to take close to a week mm-hmm. to dismantle and take all of those things that we yeah, saw. It took a week to dismantle. Close to a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Mosaic is back. Our live podcast and music event is happening on the 26th of November 2022 at the Nubuke Foundation. I, Joseph T, will be on stage with the GCR family with amazing guest speakers that we have lined up just for you. Fantastic performances that you do not want to miss out on. And a DJ takeover that, listen, you'll be talking about from now till eternity. Yes, do the needful. Go to mosaic.listen to gcr.com to purchase your tickets now. Right now, what are you waiting for? Go and do it right now. See you. Let's have fun.
Okay, so did every other like Ghanaian get their yeah. role also on LinkedIn, or like were there parts where you and yeah. your team literally had to also like hire certain people? I think the for the people who worked on the project as employees of Global Citizen were all picked from LinkedIn, with the exception of one person who I think was earmarked before she actually interviewed for the for the role. Okay, because uh, a local agency had reached out to her, wanting her to broker some. Uh, advertising deals and stuff mm. for them. And they were like, since you're here, why are we worrying ahead? Let's, we might as well pick you and, you know, throw you in there because you can do the job. Mm. And then they gave the people the hints that this person is coming. And then obviously she had to interview because a lot right. of people had, you know, applied for the role. Was so, your, your interview process, was it rigorous? Listen, at some point I thought it was never going to happen. How many? Because it took like two months. Two months of interviewing. Listen. Were you doing like written tests and things? Listen, we, we, we never actually got there because of the timing. Because mm. the team, it, it was supposed to be even more rigorous than we actually did. Because I did like close to four different interviews. Wow. I did the first one with, with with HR. We did an introductory one after that, and then we did a panel one. And then somebody had to call for the last one just to confirm. Oh, this guy. When took, you did you yeah. feel like you were going to get the job when you were doing the after the third round of interviews? Like you know, I had that gut feeling I was going to get it. And listen, I had made a personal you know prayer that yeah, if I got this job, like I was going to put everything I had behind this. Yeah. yeah sort of, the universe sort what of What kind aligned. of things do they want to ascertain for Global Citizen yeah. trying to hire somebody? I think it's basically somebody who shares in their mission, somebody who understands not just assembling the coolest talents and partying. So you kind of have to show that you also care about the planet. Listen, that's that's what it is because really, okay. <laughs> we are all we've got and that's, that's what you have to do, you know, to prove because I had prior, you know, prior to this, I had already worked on a couple, you know, of uh, NGO stuff. I worked with the Green Leaf Foundation. Okay, so raising, what, once you drop those things, yeah, like, raising Ooh. funds to put kids back in school. Okay. We did Muse participate, which also was pretty much the same thing like Global Citizen Day, mm. but was geared towards election in 2016. Right. Realized that there was a, a disinterest on the part of the youth in the whole electioneering process. We didn't care about it. So these are these are the things that you said in the interview. Yeah, because it wasn't. Ah, I'm coming so far around you. Because here's the thing: it wasn't cool. Elections were not cool because we felt like we didn't have a voice in there. Right. So why did we care about it? You okay. Know? Yeah. Okay. So I want to just run quickly yeah. through each person's performance and what, mm -hmm. what are some of the logistics. Stone Boy, did you guys have to pay for that horse? Everything was paid for. And, and so when you, when you got off the horse, where did you put the horse? Oh, the horse, the horse was there. Did it, the horse stay there for the whole? No, 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 not for the whole performance. No, because and the significance of the horse is I heard that during the high-profile events in Ghana, uh -huh. that's I think I was told it was that particular horse, or there's a similar horse used. It signifies authority, signifies like high Sad. power. So. I'm not bullshitting my way, I promise. Like, I'm, oh, that means you stone boy, your pepongo, me to ask you. Okay, great. So, um, what do you it? mean, stone boy, pepongo? Oh, what's like, what's otta, otta, it's not pongo, so. Okay, anyway. We stone boy, if you are not yet. Wait, what did you understand by it? Oh, my God, Randy. Hey, no, it's okay. Let's yeah. move on. I don't even <laughs> want to know. Um, were there like rules against like fireworks and stuff on stage? No. Okay, because I feel like Stoneboy's performance, he had a lot of those like local dancers that danced at the beach. They were doing mm -hmm. all those. And I felt like, you know, fire nail right. from your mouth would no, have been nice. No, no. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I think they had a different plan. So yeah, it all worked beautifully. 
I see. Oh, um, did SZA do a stage rehearsal and everything before the yeah. thing? Yeah. Okay. Where every every all her dancers were American, or yeah. they were not like she came with the dancers. Yeah. I see. So every single person who mounted the stage did sound check, did rehearsal. Mm. Yeah. Do they do dress rehearsal or they just because my understanding of dress rehearsal said they wear their outfits and everything. So because this was outdoor and we, you know. It was was almost going to be a heavy lift doing a dress rehearsal, mm. but we did an actual like pre rehearsal before the main okay. festival, and everything was mapped and sound out. check and everything sound check. So I was very surprised at how you know some of the Ghanaian talents came through for the sound check, like they came on time, very much on time. There were people waiting of for course. their turn. And of like, course, it's, okay. a, it's an international, it's global citizen. Yeah. They are not going to come and show their ways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who had the biggest team? In terms of like stage performance, yeah. they are the, the people. The people I think that they needed Asha. Asha, yeah. The DW, DWP guys. I think Asha. And then the his uh, yeah. band putting together. I, I can tell you for a fact that up until when Asha introduced Tiwa, who came first, Oxlade or Tiwa? Oxlade. Yeah, Oxlade up until was when? Fierce. So Tiwa was the last. Yeah, there was there was something going around that because we knew there was going to be a surprise in Asha's set. We didn't know oh, who so exactly. You didn't know who was coming. A lot of I can tell you, a lot of the team members actually didn't know who exactly it was. We knew there were surprises in Asha's set. Oh, okay. We didn't know if it was going to be this guy or that guy. Right, right. And then the first thing I was backstage and I had, colors. I'm like this guy's here. <laughs> yes. And then Tiwa came, and then uh, Fuse came as well. I'm like, okay. Oh, it but was, Fuse uh, didn't come out on stage. Fuse, Fuse, uh, Fuse yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let me yeah. see yeah. Fuse. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so I just yeah. um, lessons learned from mm-hmm. this. Yeah. What are some of the things that you have learned, and mm-hmm. are they transferable in the Ghanaian market? Because I remember on that same space, yeah. uh, Mr. Peida was talking about the fact that this festival at this level could not be yeah. easily replicated to make revenue. Because the amount of money you would have to charge for a concert yeah. like this to give you the level of cons- yeah. uh, comfort and execution, yeah. if you were to do it and you, t- you were to charge money, you will make a loss. True, true, and it's it's for a simple reason. Um, we're not so it's a growing market, mm-hmm. and we're not so advanced in terms of you know how much we're you know people spend premium money right. for hospitality and leisure and stuff, mm-hmm. but you see the outpour and the outrage when. Some of these these tickets to some of these events are it's too expensive. Listen, yes. and I get it because we're not economically stable right now as a mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that people cut down on when they are disposable income doing those is parties, right. all those leisure stuff. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if I'm drinking fika, I probably cut that out. Because hey, yeah, promotion. It's probably it's probably too expensive. Okay. So some of these things it becomes problematic because you can't charge premium price. Okay. But the fans would want you to deliver at premium level. Right. So it's it's a it's a risk between you giving them a show mm-hmm. and you risking all the money you're supposed to make. And yeah. Okay, I get it. I feel like true, the things that they brought in, they give and everything. What about the simple thing of starting on time yeah. and ending yeah. on time? We so, were yeah. done by midnight. Why yeah. is it that like... We're actually events, supposed to end way earlier. Yeah, we were. We were supposed yeah. to start way earlier. We yeah. started around seven. Yeah. But I I mean, for Ghana, that is... That's cool. very early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, why is it so hard? For example, Afro Nation that you're going to do in December. Yeah. I bet you we're going to end up ending at 4 a.m. And we're going to have struggle yeah. with boats and all of this. So, like, so here's the difference. Afro Nation... So Global Citizen was broadcast for TV. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And at some point, you know, some of the broadcast partners are closing their doors to live broadcast. Yeah, but Randy, why but, don't we just do a show that would... But I get, I get your point. Like, like, it has to. It starts with me. It starts with you. It starts with all of us. And one thing that I... You know, it was a conviction that once we announced, the people are going to come at us and say, oh, it's typical Ghana. You're not start on time. Right. But then we announced we're going to open gates as early as 2.30. Mm-hmm. And people came at 3 and gates were open. My dear, people were on time. Yeah. Ghanaians were really punctual. And, and it only goes on to say that if we're starting our shows very early, people are going to turn up early. I think after this, we have a precedent. People should be intentional yeah. to say that we're starting it, it, yeah, early. Yeah. Because the Ghanaian artists also have this mentality of, oh, people haven't come. I'm not going to go out. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing, you know, another problem, you know, some of these event organizers face is that... Before the people enter, before they open the doors to everybody coming in, they're mm. probably not ready. They too. They are not ready. Because she can walk off on here. Stage, that stage man is literally on his neck collecting his balance before he can so come out. So then you believe that the global system was this successful because of money? No. There were, there were lots of factors. There were lots of factors. Because another thing I realized personally was the process to which preceded the work. Okay. In Ghana. Money and structure. Thank you. So we and lack we are structure, not, we lack money. And we're not honest people as well. We're not professionally honest people. Yeah. Because you don't mean to mean yet to like that level. You say that. You yeah. bring somebody in who can help you. But you, you you take their job and you probably not deliver as the people would want. I see. And then it becomes a problem in the end. And you don't have any crisis management to, you know, cover all that up. And it becomes a mess. And, mm. you know. What was the ticket thing like? Yeah. Was there like, um, how, so how were people supposed to get tickets? They were supposed to apply online? Yeah. So you were going to, so there were actually like a couple of models or routes you could get tickets. Mm-hmm. The primary one was signing up or downloading the app and signing up and then, mm. you know, taking action to win tickets. Or going Can to you, the, how do you decide that you want, how do you get a VIP ticket? Um, so the VIP tickets were actually restricted and they were, you know, put aside for our partners, you know, oh, okay. Okay. The, you know, people who gave us, you know, either media butter, you know, some of our partners who believed in us and gave us yeah. money and all those things. And we're reaching out to some other people in the market mm. to give, you know, some VIP tickets as what well. What was the trend like? Did you find that a lot more people started buying tickets closer to the events or... Like it was easily I, spread. Yeah, and I honestly didn't see the back end, but okay. from the information we got from the IA tickets team, there was that sense of, oh, now we want to buy. Now a lot more people wanted to buy tickets because they were not getting tickets from anywhere. And that FOMO had kicked in because I told the team members, you know, the global <laughs> team that this is Ghana. They are not going to realize the FOMO up until two or four days to the event when everybody's posting yeah. a snap and they're like, yeah, I need to be here. I see. Yeah. What has been the post-production like? I mean, setting up and everything, we've, we've covered that. How, what, after the event yeah. happened, what, what are some of the things you guys have had to do? Has there been after-event yeah. press coverage or yeah. whatever? Yeah, so a lot of after-event press coverage. The Good Morning America Oh, yeah, feature. Robin Roberts. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, the, there's been the ABC special as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and we're unpacking all the content we got, you know, from social to editorial to everything. Are you going to do a documentary? Um, It's coming. I believe I, I, I believe something like that is coming. I see. Because yeah. there's so much great stuff they got here mm. to not do a documentary. I mean, oh. the, the, the team at the global level are head over heels. They are what happy they with saw in Ghana. Re- really? Listen, they were crazy about SA, but it was... This was it for them in Ghana. Are you saying Ghana was better than SA for them? I mean, numerically, not compared to SA. Oh, but the, the, the numbers were bigger. It was in a stadium, like 60, 70K ah, huge okay. in SA. So and what, it was beyond What were they excited? I mean, I, I mean, I mean yeah. 
So I think it was the whole point of, you know, not thinking so much it could work like this in Ghana. And then they were surprised. And then they actually saw that now. And the whole industrial shift it brought. Now, they go online. The first thing they're seeing, this is the best concert ever. Yeah. Like, okay, we did this. So well. what do we have to do to get them to come back? You know the prior river is brown. <laughs> Listen, I saw all those tweets and I saw all those jokes. Oh, no, they need to come back. And, 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 and they're, they're initially, some of the team members were worried because they thought we didn't understand the model. And then I had to explain to them that, listen, if a Ghanaian starts making jokes about it's something, jokes. it's because they understand it so much to appreciate the humor in it. Oh my so, God. The people thought they didn't meet the goal. They, listen. Getting people to understand. So they were like, oh, like, what do we have to do? I'm like, no, listen, relax. Oh, Ghana. Listen, relax. Somebody said, oh, they have to bring a better headliner, like a bigger headliner, sorry, to come and address poverty and things in the country. I'm like, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should bring Beyonce or Rihanna. Yeah, you know, women, women empowerment. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, listen, guys, this has been a very great interview. I hope that you've gotten a lot of insights yeah. from Mr. Randy Walker. Uh, so are you still working with Global Citizen? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a is contract. like forever and ever? No, it's a contract for now. I mean... When will it end? Because uh, It ends, it ends uh, somewhere after next month. Oh, But okay. hopefully, you know, well, let's see what happens. You make, did you make good money? Can you buy a car? Can you buy a car with the money? I mean, it depends on what car you're talking about. <laughs> But can you buy a car with I, money? I, maybe. So here's the thing. Hey, no, Randy, they can't pay no, 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 dollars. No, 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 please, 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 please. I mean, the dollar is 10 CD to 1 CD. Uh, uh, 10 CDs to 1 Randy, dollar. you have now, money. So. Have no, money. no, please. What, so, what's, okay, yeah, finish. On the, on the project, what I saw happened was there was value appreciation and reciprocity. Mm-hmm. So anybody who brought a table was giving something worth the table. Wait, a table like what? Like anybody, if you packed something. If you were cleaning, if you were shouting, yeah, you were you were paid for that. Mm. So everybody was duly paid for what they brought onto the festival. I see. And that was what a lot of Ghanaians were happy about. And you brought a lot of social commentary, so then I'm I, sure you made I a mean, I, well. What 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 is your next uh, events? What next projects are you working um, on? Um so on the rave side we're doing a fifteen African tour. A yeah. fifteen African country tour with Morgan Heritage, three time Grammy Award winning reggae band. Okay. And we are starting in Johannesburg this October. Mm. And it goes up until November. And then um, in December, we're doing Afro Nation on the 29th and 30th at the Marine Drive, right behind the Black Star Square. Oh, but you're moving it before, there now. Yeah. No, it was, it was always there. Oh, really? Yeah. Not, Wasn't it closer no, no, to no, the... No, it was B- La Boma. La Boma, but yeah. But no, no, we, we announced we had changed the venue to yeah, Marine so Drive. Yeah, so you have moved yeah. it. Yeah, because it's a bigger space, less vehicular traffic. You know, all of that. You people should block the road, though. Oh, no, this time. Because last time, yeah. I was going home at 4 a.m. Yeah. Even if there was a car, you couldn't move. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the reasons why, one of the reasons why we're moving, to. I see. Yeah. And then there'll be a couple of surprises, you know, before Afro You're doing surprise events. A couple of surprise, a couple of big surprise events before Afro Are you working with Chance and Vic Mensah? Oh, no, no. I'm not on the team. Maybe I just see. yet. Hey, okay, me, let me know some of them. Because, you know, I'm trying to talk to some of these people. Joseph knows everybody in this country. So I, I don't know what not. he's talking about. I wanted about. to talk to Tem so bad. You, Randy, you didn't mind me. Listen, did I tell you, I literally wanted to fly on stage when Tem's came on. I think the Tem's is a badass. That, ba- that babe, sorry, that babe came back on the stage. No, came out on the stage. And she put everything on the line. Not a note was missed, not a bucket of choreography. However slow and lovely, baby, Temp's ate down. And it's not even a joke, I'm telling you, it's wild. 
That was the part that got me though. Man, that was me relinquishing all the everything. Stuff. Like everything I had on the Global Citizen team. Back when I was Listen. a new young kid. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, guys, this interview has been very insightful for me. If you didn't get anything yeah. from it, then you need to look into yourselves. You know, look deep. Why do you lack insights? I don't know. But thank you, Mr. Randy Walker of Thanks Rave. Rave, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Muse Africa. And Muse Africa. And Global Citizen. And go well, Global Citizen until next month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's yeah. been our interview. Meet up on a thing, Magic I don't wanna rush you with my love, I take it do, 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 slowly, I know they like to force my love in, I take it do, 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 slowly, I'ma make sure I put you in the vibe one at a time, see if I love more, and if you wanna do it tonight, I'ma put you on a coating vibe I take it slow I take it slow Oh baby I'ma put you on a coating vibe I take it slow from that very interesting 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 interview yes we um just you know got to go behind the stage and see what it took for the ghana team here to kind of put global citizen together and a quick shout out to randy thank you so much you know randy we've uh, randy came on one of our spaces that we do every other thursday which means if you're listening to us today um and well on the day this podcast came out the thursday and the following week will be a day for spaces we do a twitter space every other thursday it's called sa spaces hashtag sa spaces and you need to come there because it's fun it's live action you can come on there pass your comments ask me questions address the topics and you know it's gonna be fun yes so much fun um it's time for us to answer our listener letters so let's get right into the you know the real deal no apologies i'm in love breaking the rules i'm in love Bad man don't give up, game over. No apologies, I'm in love. I know I'm up to my feelings. Day and night, now you day my thinking. I don't paint your face for my ceiling. Make us spend on you for no reason or even. I wanna have you tonight. Wanna party, you, baby, let's go down. You know my loving feels right. Why you can't do me, merry go round? Girl, I'm This letter is coming from. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. In the street, we don't leave. Okay, this one is gonna come from Nuti Fafa. Nuti Fafa say, "Good afternoon, Joseph. You can call me. Okay, well, we're gonna call him Walter. Say so you can call me Walter for anonymity's sake." Because, I mean, Nutifafa was a bit of a stretch, isn't it? I, it's like, I had no idea. And I don't even know the sex of that name. Is this a unisex name? You know? 
No, it's an error name. That's all. Okay. So good afternoon, Joseph. You can call me Walter for anonymity's sake. So the thing is, I have a close male friend who has been to a particular, who has been moving to a particular girl since high school. But as of now, a year, almost two years later, they aren't official. And there is this case where I am interested in this. What do you mean there's this case where, boy, you like the girl, just say. <laughs> um, there's a case where I'm interested in this girl. Perfect human, like everything I want in a being, I find in here. But like the bro code is hindering me. Then again, I feel life is too short and I want to shoot my shots. I'm just confused right now. What do I do? The thing is that I had a conversation and she said I was cute. And also, she said she's considering other people. If you get me, sorry for shouting. What do I do? Eh, hmm. What do I do by this time? Walter. What do I do? But look, in fact, I've decided to make this my first question to all of the people that sent us letters. Say, Ekwadomina shashi shiasa bonsambutsu. Ekwadomino. Ufasia. Hot wind there for us soon. As a bonsamata. And see, I find it very baffling that you are still having relationship problems. The economy is falling apart. We are in trouble. And you people are having relationship problems. E. Cutting. Hey. Moon himself love. Muni self love. Hey, muni self love. I ye ye tete muni sana ye kasatira musana ye muni chuchu from sana. I say embarrassment kakrana. There be explanations kakrana. You know there be another one every two three days. Nia you say yes I am for one. You will enjoy that. You enjoy the rule. Just say hey, who sano wash it days of our lives. Wash it. Hey, pragya kukumbagya. Well, little red riding hood kakrana. So your whole like your idea. Of what a relationship is supposed to be is something chaotic. I said blender. Not the You don't take a break? What the fuck? You if you don't think about how you're gonna make some money. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Because you know, the conditions are actually very horrible right now. It's not easy to tell people that, look, think of money, think of men because what that's gonna result in is everybody's gonna feel entitled to be doing something and not just accepting their fate. And everybody's gonna start scamming and just cheating. You know, the way Venice can put on like the 200% profits on a good and tell you that it's because of Ukraine and Russia. We know you guys, some of you. But anyway, I just feel like there's a lot going on right now. If you have the time to be like wondering if somebody likes you or not, what you should do in what, baby, don't do it. Because if it's, if you're sure you say you for do arm, you know, write letter. If you're sure you say you for do arm, you know, go write letter. Come as person where you know shit. I know I'm so. Yeah, there's a mixture of Ghanaian and Nigerian pigeon. What about it? That's just how I am. So, I don't know. Babe, let me tell you. There are two categories that guys put their their friends in. Okay. We all agree that we want to sleep with this girl. Is it possible for all of us to get this girl? That's all we want. Yeah. Let's all go and do it. In fact, it's not a big deal. Ah, she did she eh she did she lift her leg for you like the way I said she did for me? Hey sir, hey, what did she do? No, she used her tongue. Hey, you know, that is a situation that is possible. And another situation is where niggas don't want none of the niggas to hit nothing that they've been with or been around. 
it's as simple. Like, there's some friendships where they legit get, they legit do like threesomes and foursomes and it's not like, <laughs> it's not like an abundance of girls. It's like, it's like a train. It's like a gala. Like, you know what I'm saying? There are friendships where it's cool for them to do that. So, if you were to move to somebody's ex in that group, I don't think it's a big deal because y'all probably got head from the person's girlfriend while she, while she was dating her. You know what I mean, what I'm saying? And there's another group where like, it's off limits. And that's what I just want to know. As a, as a person, you should know which kind of category you belong in. If this kind of friendship that you have, you can do that, go for it. If you can't, don't do it. Don't, don't. This is not a time. Or should I say, this is not a year. The economic outlook is not right for you to now shake the status quo. No, my dear. Uh-uh. Open and hold in the display. And the time now, the light of the church something, team, you know, which you be. On my person, I will say, woman, do not do what you are intending to do. Uncle, which that would be? But here you are. What from a letter in the middle of an economic crisis? A bisami and some Hey, who them AC bohoon? Oda oda mebwa. I mean, child. Like I'm just saying, guys. Come on, come on. <laughs> and this, this is just a warning. Where's the amber lights? What's the whole dream? Old dream or baby? Old dream, baby? Who? Oh, does he love me? Does he love me not? Hey, when he said that, wait, hey, hey, hey. Hey, if it is for you, hmm, there will be no doubt in your mind. Things for you never lost. I'm going to say that things for you never lost. I feel like if you have doubts and they, you know, anybody that really, really likes you and is intentional about liking you will not leave you in doubt. That's one thing I can tell you from my 30 years of living and breathing in this life. If anybody really, really likes you and they are, they are intent on being intentional about liking you, you will have no doubts because they will let you know. Oh, trust me, they exist. They will give you assurance on a daily through different things, words, actions, inactions. You will get it. But when you have to like wonder because all the things like you need your babe to be polite. You need your babe to check on you and ask you how you're doing. You need your babe to want to come to the things that you're doing. Not only when you invite them, like you want all those things and you're stuck in these things where you cannot voice out. Y'all be for be for real with yourselves. Okay? Moonyo. Moonyin. If at this age and era, moon to me can me wakuma so and church I'm on down for four. And be sebis and sema. What are you building? What's the point? Oh, minyonko bread, boy. We go way back, my friend liver. Okay, that's cool. But you can't even have conversations and address issues? And y'all just be walking in eggshells around each other? Hey! And well quite be way more. Hey, me and be a therapy session. Won't come over. Me and you will be free. Just five hundred dollars. Come over. Anyway, listen. This is all I have time for for today, guys. If you guys have anything else to say to this man, you know what to do. Meet us on Twitter or even Instagram. You could actually mention us on Insta Stories, and we will repost. And if it's great enough, it can end up. Listen, no way. That would be what Instagram said. Okay, yeah. But listen, if you follow us, we'll give you a shout out. We're still doing that promo. We're trying to get a thousand five hundred before December. We're around eight hundred now. It's a lovely, lovely number. But guys, let's push harder. Take, uh, if you have four business accounts that are running your food, follow us with every single one of them. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll be right back with the shout outs. Balagaza!
Hi guys, we're back and it's time for us to do our shoutouts. This time I want to shout out Carlian. Carlian, your friend Enno says I should shout you out. She met me recently and she said, oh my goodness, my friend is going to be so upset because she was supposed to come to this thing and she didn't come. Yeah, I met her at, I think, Black Hose Party. Was it Black Hose Party that I met her at? I think so. I think so. And she said to shout you out. So Carlian, Eno says hi. And the second person that I also met at Black Hose Party is Mami C. She gave me a Twitter at... Edubia Yeboa. TikTok is pink marshmallows. And she said, P.S. I'm your biggest fan. Baby, I'm a catcher. Biggest fan, biggest fan. It's contentious because the, every single, I've met so many people that say the same thing. So who is the real big fan? scenarios. What would you say? Ah, me they No, this I said, oh, dollars, new euros. Now they are bomb soccer crap. You know, just throw it my way. Me produce this drama. Sana me live tie. Kwame so sana o tie. Kwame, who stands on the production ka crowd be uno atre. Kwame, when I'm producing a show with Kwame, bitch. I f- like it's a whole process, y'all. We be really working. You guys have no idea. So, like it sounds great, but listen, the thought Mm. Anyway, that's all the time we have for on this episode. We want to say thank you guys for listening. You need to always be checking for us. I want to give a quick shout out to the Gold Coast Report. Yes, that's a GCR network. A quick shout out to my co-creator and producer, Mr. Kwame Asante. It has been sincerely across. Thank you so much, so much for listening. Thank you, Randy. And always keep checking for the dolls because you know it's always a good time on Sincerely Across. Mr. Kwame Asante, show them what you got. I'm a brave caveman, no more cage man. No more taking bullshit, see I touch him. Now I'm down, oh, got that, give me the key. JJ, much of JJ, both the key, JJ. My woman, I JJ, see my baby, JJ, much of JJ. Caveman, no, they see no other man When I'm out, I just hunt, then I'm done Too focused, name one who's cold It's me, I make else, I sweat for my gun Still classy, but still humble There's none that I resemble Two houses and six Lambos If you ask African millionaire dango I go where the moolah might go Because I quite see my watch See my babe We shout out when we chop for the porch We take shots on resorts We trying to own the resorts Yeah,
Has been a Gold Coast Report production.